uh, or the parting advice of Tipu Sultan Ali. And the share is Subhe Azal Yamuch Sekaha Jibrail Ne. Subhe Azal Yamuch Sekaha Jibrail Ne. Jo Akalka Gulam Ho Wadil Nakar Hubul. Which means he said on the morning of the day of the first day of creation. On the morning of the first day of creation, meaning the very first thing that Jibreel salam, said to me was do not accept a heart which is the slave of the mind a heart in which the emotions are locked up with steel collars around their necks and with manacles and shackles and they cannot express themselves and those emotions are um, throttled and literally killed at birth by an intellect, by a mind which in the guise of logic and in the guise of reason seeks to throttle anything that it considers to be outside the purview of what it calls logic and reason. Now I'm saying uh, these uh, words with thoughtfulness and with great care because we are not saying that there is no such thing as logic and reason. We are just saying that what the mind tries to throttle is the mind's own concept or the mind's own idea of what it likes to call logic and reason which may not be the case. It may not be real logic or real reason. For example, the Bani Israel who said on to Busali Salam, they said we will not believe in Allah until we see Allah. So tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show himself. And this is in the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a bolt of thunder and they all died there were 70 of them and these were the 70 of the best of Bani Israel who Musa salam had specially selected to go with him to seek the to seek pardon from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for um, having allowed uh, the worship of the calf to happen during the absence of Musa salam and they came, and when they came to the mountain, um, and Musa salam went up, they were waiting at the base of the mountain. Musa salam went up, and there was a cloud on the mountain. Musa salam disappeared in the cloud, and they could see some lights in the cloud. But when Musa salam returned and told them that this is what Allah is saying, they said, "No, we won't. We won't. Be, we don't believe you. Tell Allah to show Himself." Now imagine the level of 
um, arrogance in this. And that arrogance came comes from what we like to call intelligence and mind. So why should I believe something I don't see? Whereas the mind doesn't stop to consider that there are many, many things in our lives which we believe without seeing. For example, gravity. We cannot see gravity, but we believe gravity because we feel the effect of gravity. Or at least we feel the effect of something which somebody told us is gravity. How many of us even ask this question and say, really, is there, is there gravity? That we have been told to believe that this is what it is and that the earth has an attraction and it attracts, uh, you know, everything towards it and holds it. Uh, but how do I know it's true? Yeah, did you ever ask this question? Uh, but we don't because we have not been taught to ask questions. We have been taught to blindly believe. Mm, this is a, a canard and a false accusation that is made about faith to say that faith is blind. But believe me, this so-called belief in science is equally blind, if not more. So, to come back to, the, to what I was saying, we allow this intellect of ours to deprive us from a whole, um, a whole uh, wealth of experience, which we call the spiritual experience. And that spiritual experience is... Allowing the heart to feel, allowing the heart to understand and accepting the uh, understanding of the heart just as we accept the understanding of the brain, knowing that these are two different things and they do things in different ways, right? So the heart also understands and the brain also understands. And for those who are interested in, again, a you know, so-called scientific uh, proof for that. This is something which is understood today and scientists have come to the conclusion that there are neurons in the heart and uh, the heart is a transmitter, there's memory in the heart and the heart is a transmitter also of thought. So anyway, that is um, not so much my concern about who believes and who doesn't believe but the, real, the reality is that it's something that this is something that we need to um, tell ourselves and Ensure that we understand that we do not deprive ourselves of the beauty of uh, what Allah has given us. The heart is the, uh, this actually the separation of the heart and the brain as two different things is a uh, artificial separation. In reality, that's not how it is. In reality, the two function together and uh, emotions drive thoughts and, try, and thoughts create emotions. The key is not to give one superiority over the other, even though in the share that's what we are saying. And we are saying that not because, uh, uh, you know, we are saying that because of what usually happens, which is that the uh, so-called brain or our intellect is given superiority and um, over the heart, over the feelings. The, and as I told you, this is not a... Um, objective assessment of of really what is correct and what is not correct. This is our subjective feeling. Logic according to me. It's not logic, logic. This is logic according to me. What appears logical to me. Now, that is something which is a dangerous area because 
what appears logical to me is also completely subjective because what what appears logical to me will be something which is within the purview of my experience um so the more narrow my experiences the 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 shallower my experiences uh the fewer things will appear logical to me right uh so therefore i need to be very careful about what appears logical to me because some, there may be something which appears illogical to me but which is perfectly lo- perfectly logical uh, and i would have understood uh, understood that had i that experience or that education right technology is a good way of um of or could be to understand this of um, of how knowledge opens our eyes to um, to things and we start seeing the 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 beauty behind um what we take for granted right just just simply take your cell phones for example look at the amount of technology that is in it uh, quite literally i'm sure many of you have seen that video of um, which somebody made where they showed a traditional desk and what all it used to have it had a calendar it had a laptop uh, it had if there was a tv on the wall there was a phone uh, there was an actual regular phone um, you know there was a calculator and so many things and today if you look at it uh, our cell phones have all of that everything even our laptops and our computers have become practically redundant except for some specific applications now all of that technology makes you wonder and makes you marvel at if you have the knowledge to understand it so logic is not simply something that you know you say well i, I don't understand it doesn't make sense to me may not make sense to you but the reason why it's not making sense to you is not because there is no sense in it but because you do not have the capacity to understand it right and no matter how rude it seems but that is the reality so do not allow the mind to enslave the heart means this it also means that there should be a balance it's not that you allow the heart therefore to um, force you to act in ways which are destructive or ways which are dysfunctional for example you get angry and you start screaming and raving and ranting and abusing uh, and then you say well you know this is what can i do this is my heart i mean you know it's a feeling right it's a feeling and then you you can even um, justified by saying well you know logically see what this person did right see what the person did see what the person said uh, if you don't get angry then it means that something is wrong with you i mean you should be getting angry uh, why are you not angry because this is a logical thing if you think about it because if if there is something that you need to get angry about then you have to get angry about it rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam there many ahadith where they said that the face of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam became red with anger so he was feeling anger right he he was feeling it's not as if he didn't he never got angry people say oh he never got angry that's not true he got angry he was human and human beings get angry what he did not do was to express that anger in dysfunctional ways that that is something to think about and that's something to learn and say how can i allow uh, myself to feel a feeling but then act on it according to uh, my intelligence according to my education according to my ethics and values and what i believe and in this case we are talking about islam so what does what islam allows and does not allow i use that uh to control that emotion but it doesn't i don't throttle the emotion i don't say i'm not feeling the emotion i don't uh, 
castigate myself or criticize myself for feeling the emotion because I know I am human, an emotion is human. So, to feel the emotion is not wrong, but to express the emotion in dysfunctional ways, that is wrong. So, that is something to, uh, for us to think about and how can we maintain this balance of the, which is the khalb, which is the combination of the emotion and the intellect. وَصَلَى اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ نَبِيِّ الْكَرِيمُ وَعَلِهِ وَسَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ بِرَحْمَةِ